All right, welcome to episode 33. We're going to start off with a little preface. Dane and I recorded this episode Saturday morning, and then Saturday evening, news dropped that Matthew Stafford was traded to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff, two first-round picks in 22 and 23, and along with the third-round pick in 2021. Dane, your first thoughts when you heard that? Man, such, 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 such a bad day for your name. (laughs) <laughs> for your first name to be Jared and your last name to be Goff. Man, of course from you still LA get to, to Detroit. Be, yeah, of course you still have the luxury of still being in the league, but I mean, how much is being a Detroit Lion quarterback being in the league? Um, seeing the mismanagement of several high-profile players, including two Hall of Famers, um, well, of course, Barry Sanders, and we're hoping that Calvin Johnson is Hall of Famer at this point. But to see that, take place and then for one guy to make it out um it's huge it's I, I know it probably is a relief for a lot of the Detroit Lions fans and then of course the other half of your Detroit Lions fans are probably like well this is all we got with some crumbs right <laughs> so, I mean, like tough it, very tough and like the first thing I thought was like is Matt Stafford really worth two firsts and a third, and get Jared Goff. Like, I mean, I understand he put up numbers in Detroit, but they didn't win any games. Is that partly his fault, or is him carrying the team as much as he could to that point? Mm, I think part of the additional first-round picture will probably to offset that huge contract that the Lions are going to absorb. Um, but to your point, Right. He doesn't have any type of playoff success to, you know, he, he doesn't have any playoff success on his resume. But at the same time, it's I mean, it's, it's I think it's it's a little bit more complicated than that. Um, we 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 don't know what Matt Stafford is. Dude, yeah, mean, like we, we know there's a lot of stats. I mean, but volume doesn't necessarily equal quality. So correct. I mean, I don't correct. Know. Another caveat uh-huh. to this. Last week, we talked about Deshaun Watson and the fiasco going on, and and he demanded a trade recently. And a lot of the buzz on Twitter was, you know, the compensation it took to get Matt Stafford. Well, if you want to get Watson, it's going to take maybe your entire franchise and then some. But you kind of feel differently about that, or should I say feel differently about the possibility of Watson getting traded. Yeah, yeah, I still I still think that he has an opportunity to to land with another team in the right situation. You know, when you talk about the number of first round picks it's going to take, it just has to be considering how much of that contract that the next team is going to have to put on their books. Um, so in, in essence, you just have to find, I guess, the right deal or the right amount of players uh, trade it to the Houston Texans for that to be uh, even a possibility. I think it'll happen. I don't know how soon it'll happen, but I would hopefully think that if you have a disgruntled worker that you try to figure something else out um, in order to to get, you know, something for that con- or something for that player while he's on the trend, trending upwards, at least. Right. Right. It might take a hold for sure. It might. And if he were to get uh, traded probably closer to the draft, they're probably just going to try to hold on to him as long as they could. But that's tough. Yeah, that's that is tough. tough. Tough deal. Matthew Stafford to the Rams for Jared Goff and a bunch of picks um, for this episode that you're about to listen to. Dane and I talk about the Super Bowl coming up between Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady. <laughs> 
historic matchup. Uh, also, we speak on WandaVision and an opportunity for the listener to get some merch. Ooh, free some merch. duo merch. For the free so sit back, right? tune in to episode 33 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. To the duo sports and stuff podcast. Here are your hosts, Deontay Epps and Dane Beasley. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of the duo sports and stuff podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, and on the side of me right here is my brother, Dane Beasley. Dane, how you doing on this early Saturday morning, my guy? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. No complaints here. Well, one complaint. I feel like I wasted about two hours and 14 minutes of my life watching a movie on HBO Max yesterday that will go unnamed. I think Outside of that, it's been pretty good. I think I know what movie you're talking about. Um, I have not got a chance to see it, but I've heard mixed reviews. And does it star one of our goats in the movie industry by the name of uh, Denzel no, you don't have to say his name? Oh, I don't want to discourage anybody from watching it. You know, make sure you just go ahead and edit that part out. But I don't want to discourage anybody from watching it. But I, if I could have my two hours back, I would gladly take that two hours back last night and be asleep. Um, But yeah, but still watch it. Still watch it. I, uh, you know what? There's a guy that I follow on YouTube. Subscribe to and he like reviews movies and stuff like that. And I I watched his review over that movie and he said this could be his worst movie to date, mm-hmm. like recent movies. Because you know every time you but like, oh Denzel in a movie you'd be like oh you yeah. know it's already fire. So I don't I haven't watched right. it. So when you said that that kind of yeah when you said that that kind of reaffirmed or reconfirmed like damn is it really. Leave that bad, but I'm, I'm gonna still check it out probably tonight or tomorrow, even though you mm-hmm. said it's <laughs> Jared Leto's in it too, correct? Who's the other yeah. guy? Um, Sammy, I've seen him in other Sammy stuff. Nellick, I, I think his name is, yeah, he's he's a really good actor. He's been in the show called Mr. Robot. Uh, well, that's where I know him from, Mr. Robot. But he's he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. He's also gonna be, I think, either one of the villains in the new James Bond flick. But he's he's real okay. good. He's a real good actor. Okay. He's so good okay. I don't even remember the dude's name. So so you're upset about that. I know you're also upset well, about that. Just disappointed. My time is my time was wasted. But I mean you take that risk anytime <laughs> you watch a movie, but you know. Facts. Whatever. Facts. Um and then I know you're also upset with me. It took like 45 minutes to me for me to get set up in here with technology type stuff. So, you know, I wasn't upset at you. I was just making you making you feel uncomfortable <laughs> just just to do it. You and you're very good at that. <laughs> yeah. It's a very Always. bad trait. It's a very bad trait that I've developed. It's called passive aggressiveness. Um, you're the passive aggressive king, my guy. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Pops collar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Uh, um, so last week, my guy, um, let me ask this question before we even get into the NFL stuff, man. How come every time I go against Tom Brady, he wins, bro? Every single time. Um, why? That's not true. I, I have to, as a devil's advocate, I have to say that's not true. What about the time or the two times 
in recent history that your Broncos have made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm sure y'all had to go through that AFC championship. And I'm sure somewhere around the line, somewhere along the lines, y'all had to go through the Patriots, I think. I was gonna say that's a rare that was a rare instance where we did beat him, but I'm like oh, he's every time well, it seems like every time, nine times out of ten, I, I should say, he just comes up victorious. And like when I when going against Aaron Rodgers this past week. I for sure, Aaron Rodgers being the assumed upcoming MVP that they've yet to announce, but you could kind of put Aaron Rodgers in that category of Peyton Manning. Um, I think his record in championship games are like one in four, one in five or something like that. He's an NFC championship choker. There was one of the, I can't remember where I see in the stat and I apologize to the viewers because it's going to sound like I'm pulling these stats like out of thin air. That's not the case. But the stat of Aaron Rodgers having a fourth quarter W, a fourth quarter game-winning drive versus a winning team, I think it's like he hasn't had one. And then there's another Mm -hmm. stat of him. I'd have to look it up, but trust me on that. There's two very good stats, but one of them, of course, him not being able to, oh, him not being able to uh, get a dub in a one score possession game over winning teams. Like he's never done that before. Mm-hmm. And I think it was either versus winning teams. Maybe that's the, the start. I don't know. I, I have to find it and I'll plug it in there somewhere. Um, but my boy, Tyler, uh, one of my friends I met here in Waco through the, uh, the flag football don't mm-hmm. league that they have here. He he listens to our pod and he's a diehard Packers fan. So Ooh. I know when he hears this. <laughs> I know when he hears this for me, he'll have something to say. But uh because uh, I I think I think I rooted against them maybe a week or two ago. Or no, it was like the end of the regular season. I think during our our playoff predictions or something, he had said, "Why are you going against the Packers?" or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I started going with them the last two weeks, and they won. And they, I went with them again, and they fell short. Man, they let you down, um, didn't they? Does Aaron Rodgers have before we get to Brady? Does Aaron Rodgers have enough to get to a Super Bowl? Um, the defense was. Throughout the year, the defense was better than he's had the past few years, I would say. True. Um, but that's not saying much considering what they've built around him the past few years. Yeah. Granted, he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. But at the same time, you can't expect someone to carry a boat that long, you know, on above their shoulders for so many years. Not saying he's done it by himself, but if you look at the one, the one thing that alarms me, this man has, I don't, I don't, I, I think I'm, Correct on this one. This man has never had a first round draft pick wide receiver. Right. Never. Like never. So if they can't even if they can't even put it and in their mind. And then Jordan Love in the first round too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I mean, I don't know. You say what you want about that one because we don't know what his career is gonna be. You know, we have to Correct. dissect that one and evaluate that pick for four years down the road. Down the road. It, could, yeah. it could totally be a Patrick Mahomes situation. We never know. Um, but at the same time, there is a lot of guys that could have helped on that defense. Um, there's yeah. a lot of guys they could have selected, but Buddy was getting cooked. King, King was yeah. getting cooked, and poor guy. King. Like, hey, all, all on social media, they, they were roasting were, that man. He was getting cooked. He I'm went to Virginia bad. Tech, right? What college did he go to? Um, I don't remember. Uh, Washington. He's from Washington. Washington. Okay. 
Wait, was that Kevin? Is that Kevin King? Kevin King, my okay. guy. I keep confusing him with the other King from uh, that used to play with the the Chargers, but now he's with the uh, or Desmond. I think that's Desmond, yeah, Desmond. right? <laughs> Desmond, yeah, Desmond. That's the better King. Yeah, man. Uh, he Aaron Rodgers, thirty three of forty eight, three forty six, three touchdowns, one pick, sacked five times. Yeah, a lot of the times when when I was watching that game, it felt like there were times where Aaron Rodgers should have got rid of the ball. Sometimes he holds on to the ball too long trying to make a big play. Um, and that defensive line of Tampa Bay is ridiculous, man. Shaquille Barrett, uh, Ndamukong Sue, um, JPP. Um, those guys, like, were feasting <laughs> on that on that Packers O-line. And so um, with them not having the running game, with Aaron Jones and those guys back there, Aaron Jones only had – Six carries, 27 yards as a team. They had 67 yards total rushing. That's not going to help when every play, you know, they're, they're not fearing the run. And, you know, Rodgers has to make a play either on his feet or through the air every time. So, um, tough, tough loss for the Packers. But, I mean, I know everybody was talking about his comments as far as him not knowing if he's coming back next year. I think – you know, me being a Broncos fan, I'm a pipe dream about <laughs> any quarterback wanting to leave or thinking that they might leave. But Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, he's not going anywhere, man. He's about to win MVP in Green Bay. The, the last two years they've been to the NFC Championship game. It seems like he's him and uh, head coach Matt LaFleur is, you know, kind of gelling up real quick, um, only being two years together. Um, do you see Aaron Rodgers leaving? Even though he made those comments, I – I just don't see it. He's a king of controversy in his own way. Like you don't know what you <laughs> you don't know what you're getting when Aaron Rodgers talk. Not in a bad way, but just like the coded messaging. Cause he's a he's he's not your your average quarterback as far as the media is concerned, you know? Like he he's not a a robot. Yeah, he's different. He's not a robot or you know, a parrot was a, a parrot on someone's you know lap or anything like that but I don't think he's I don't know I love Aaron Rodgers I was hoping that he was going to win just for the sake of my Super Bowl prediction being right from episode 31 but here we are um I don't know I don't know if he's gonna I don't know if he would leave it would be a good idea to leave because what has the front especially in the last two years what has the front office shown about their ability to put a team a better team around you to ensure that you have success i mean he's got a few guys there that can help him but they ha- they have plenty of opportunities to put the pieces around him and i don't think they've done a, a sufficient job of doing that but i did i was able to find one of the the stats that i was trying to think of i okay. remember couldn't put it together so Aaron Rodgers has either zero points at the half or QB rating below 60 in every conference championship game that he's ever played. So, I, including the one he won. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll go That's back crazy. and I'll go back and fact check that, but that was from one of the, the radio guys up here, but I'll go back and do my, do my research. So that's a, yeah, that reminds a, a me ending stat. I, yeah. I mean, that reminds me of, you know, when Peyton Manning used to struggle all the time in those championship games back in the day. But his, from what I remember, Peyton, there were games where he did struggle bad, 
But a lot of times he was putting up points, and his defense was put giving up way oh, yeah. more than what they could score. You know, that's, he didn't that's have that necessarily. Things. That's just one of them things. You yeah. gonna, he gonna air it out, but at the same time, when you throw the ball that many times, you expect, especially if you're not running the ball consistently, you got to expect your defense to do something, and they just weren't. They weren't doing that for for yeah. Aaron, for Aaron. In, in this case, like you said, there are so many frustrating times where his stat line looked it looked great, but he was taking so many unnecessary sacks. Yeah, and you just can't. You That's can't been his thing for a while. Like, yeah. yeah, just trying to make a, a big play every play, holding on to the ball. Hey, man, your boy Deshaun. We'll get to that later. Bro. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll get to we'll get to Deshaun. Yeah, we'll get to Deshaun. Uh, we mentioned Tom Brady at the top. Uh, Thomas. His stat line was was poo. Yeah, it was boo boo. I know. I we. I mean, they won the game. Obviously, Run he's game. arguably the greatest greatest of all time. But throwing three picks, two back to back in back to back possessions, Green Bay should have. Yeah, capitalized on that. Capitalized, and then the crazy, uh, yeah, the crazy penalty at the end. Of yeah. course, a lot of people were in gripes about, but you know, Green Bay had their chances <laughs> because little- Tom Brady gave them those chances. So my question to you, and then I'll, I'll piggyback off you. Pause. Tom Brady got carried. If he didn't get carried this game, there were parts of the season where he got carried other times. I'd say the run game complemented the offense. I would have loved uh-huh. to see more targets to Mike Evans because that's your playmaker. But at the same time, there, there was an instance where Mike Evans was targeted and something bad happened. But Mike Evans is probably one of my favorite underrated receivers in the league, but that's beside the point. I don't think he was carried, but I will say that he played like crap and they were, they, they were, they lucky. They were lucky that that balanced offense was able to get them the dub, if not that pass rush. So, yeah, I think the defense really helped them out. I mean, they only had – I'm looking at the stat line. They only had 76 yards rushing. Uh, Leonard Fournette did have a couple of big runs in crunch time when they needed it that to, like you LSU. know, in the game. That looked like the LSU. Oh, Leonard Fournette. Those little spin, he's so big, but when he does those spin moves, <laughs> he be looking <laughs> like, like, hey. like a pinball bouncing off players. He's like a fat um, dude playing point guard hitting the spin move. Yeah. So the defense definitely, you know – Stuck to their guns and, and carried, not carried them, but, you know, solidified the win for the Bucks. And, you know, now they're the first team in the history of the NFL to play the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. So we'll get to our predictions in the Super Bowl after we talk about Josh Allen. Mm, mm, who So satisfied. During our picks, our picks, <laughs> I picked the Bills and I picked the Bills because... <laughs> Wow. I, I fed into the I fed into the Bills mafia hype, bro. And and, and throughout the year, especially the last your, couple of games. You put your trust and your hope and your faith in Josh Allen, the quarterback? Bro, okay. the defensive end, okay. the quarterback. Check, check it out. Check it out. Listen, listen to my reasoning, okay? So the Bills offense, the last few games have been putting up numbers, and I'm gonna pull those numbers up in a second. But last game. Kansas City, Mahomes going out the game with a concussion. I knew he was going to come back. I knew he was going to come back. I knew he wasn't going to sit out the SC Championship game, but I didn't expect the team to keep rolling as far as him being natural Patrick Mahomes. Um, I figured the Bills' defense, which is like top five in the league, would put up more of a fight as far as slowing, at least trying to slow down. 
uh, Patrick Mahomes. But it's like a, a catch twenty two. Like the same on the other side when I picked against like Brady, man. Like the the guy, <laughs> I was I was thinking upsets, and you know that, that didn't go in my favor. But you know Mahomes did his thing: twenty nine, thirty eight, three twenty five, three touchdowns. Josh Allen's not ready yet. Um, and it took you that game to realize point that. Point. Huh? It took you that game to realize that. He was. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would just say that he was on a roll until that point. And the Chiefs defense. And, you know, the Chiefs, I'll say one thing and I'll give it to you. The Chiefs defense is not, like, throughout the regular season, they're not, like, one of those top five defenses. But it seems like the last two or three years in the playoffs – they turn it up a notch. Like, why wouldn't you want your team to turn it up a notch in the playoffs? Like, that's the time where you want to play at your top. So I'll give them credit for that. Um, but, yeah, man, Tyreek Hill also is just a cheat code, so. Okay. Well, um, I'll be realistic here and come bring us back down to earth because obviously one of us is on some very potent stuff. Um, okay. No point in that game. You, you know what? It makes perfect sense why you were going for the Bills because the Kansas City Chiefs are the boogeyman in the closet or the scary monster underneath your bed. In your division, you don't want them to succeed because the more they see you, the more you see them succeed, the less and less and less and less and less light you see at the end of that tunnel for the Denver Broncos to do anything inside that division. So I get that point, but let's put that let's put that on pause. There have been two instances. No, there has been one instance this season that someone has bested that Kansas City Chiefs team. I'm not counting that that final game because that that don't count. In my opinion, that doesn't count. For the sake of the the win the win loss record, it counts. But for anybody who has brain and two eyeballs, that game doesn't count. There's only one team, and one can say that's a fluke because it's a division game that they lost on it. But that Raiders team. During, I think it was a week four, week five, I think it was to beat them. Week five. Week five to beat them. That, that's the only time we've seen <laughs> – that's the only time we've seen a god bleed. The only time. Outside of that, the team has been not, not perfect, but they've been the best team in all three phases every other week. So with that being said, I don't think – I don't think there's a defense right now in the league – that can match up with Kansas City's offense as well as anybody else. Well, that doesn't make sense. I don't think there's a team in this league that matches up defensively with Kansas City's offense. And the worst thing about that is they got better this year, and they're probably going to get better again. Where they're going to go with this next pick, I have no idea. But my guess is they're going to be picking 32 again. Uh Uh-huh. This this Super Bowl matchup with the with the Bucks and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs won earlier this year, and I'll pull up the stats of that game because um, once again, Mahomes went crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was ridiculous. They, you have okay, yeah, twenty seven, twenty four. We can expect a shootout. Though. I think we can expect a shootout. Mahomes thirty seven to forty nine, four sixty two, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Brady, 27 to 41, 345, three touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Tyree Hill went crazy, 269 yards receiving, three touchdowns. They couldn't stop him. Who you got, man? And the Chiefs still. Listen, I was holding on for – like I told you, the only reason why I wanted 
Kansas City and Green Bay to win it. So my prediction could be right. So I can rub that all in your face. Everybody else. Of face. course. Right. That's the only reason why. But I'm a competitor. That's what I do. I compete. But speaking of which, we're both eight and four in our playoff predictions right. going down to this Super Bowl matchup. So, yeah. However, there are a total of five touchdowns of at least 20 yards during that first matchup, which leads me to believe this game is only going to get bigger. The stakes are going to be much higher. You have Tom Brady, who has a lot to prove. Well, he's already proved. To me, he's already proven to to everyone that the chicken came before the egg. You know what I'm saying? He it was Brady. We can credit with most of the success for the New England Patriots for the past few decades. That's weird saying that. Dang, past few decades. That's crazy. But I would like to say, for the record, the Kansas City Chiefs more than likely win, just because of that. Potent offense. The offense is high powered. They can score at will. They can score in a number of ways. And what, most importantly, they have Patrick Mahomes. So that's all I got. That's that's my Super Bowl preview. No analytics. <laughs> just straight. Just straight. I test, and that's not what you want to hear, mm-hmm. especially from a, somebody who has, is in a podcast. You want to hear some sort of supporting facts. Breakdown. <laughs> All right. Some statistics. Yeah. Uh, this is probably, I've been thinking about this like for a week, like ever since both those games been final about who to pick in this one. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady going for his seventh ring. Mahomes going for his second ring in two years, only three years in the league. His only playoff loss was an overtime game where he didn't get to touch the ball. Which is stupid considering the NFL. They need to change that crap. Like, that's just so yeah. stupid. That's dumb. He didn't get to touch the ball. Sorry. They've only lost two games all year. Chiefs. One oh, game. my man. <laughs> He's only lost one game. I'm, 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 I'm going to go with the Chiefs, man. You sure you don't want to pick? <laughs> you know, you know, you can I'm, I'm, go opposite just in case I'm, to break the tie so you can win. I know. That's what you care about. Yeah, I don't think look, there was a few times where games weren't even over yet, and you were already posting the little the little graphic about you. I was like, man, it's still three minutes left. They could come back from a, a three. No, it was, three like, three, it was like a three touchdown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that look, that's a touchdown a minute. Anything can happen. I know I was getting them out there earlier. No, no, I was, I was like, it's, I'm only saying it because I was losing. Uh, but I should have known, I should have known better. Look, yeah, we both, we both eight four. I should go, yeah, I'm a, I should just go with Tom just to break just the to go, Yeah, just to go against the grain. Yeah, it would just be different. All right, I'm going to roll with terrific Tom going for his seventh Super Bowl at home. So that's two chips at home. <laughs> that's two chips on number 12, right? <laughs> Two chips okay. on twelve. Put me down. All right. All right, yeah. But but you know what? And, and it's not that crazy. Like because I've been flip flopping with this pick anyway for a while. So. Um, let's roll with Tom, man. Oh, Forty three years old. I've been going against him every time. Let's just switch it up. Let's go with Tom. Okay. For for all the marbles. <laughs> for all the marbles. Okay. So uh, final score. 
I'm going to go 31 28 Tampa Bay. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go 42 31 Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Muy and. Got a special treat for listeners slash viewers. Um, when you listen to this podcast, you can tweet at Dane and I or the podcast Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. And you can give us your prediction and your score of what you think will be the final of Super Bowl 55. Is that 55? Yeah, 55. And here's what we're going to do. I haven't even told Dane this, so Dane's going to find out right now. Wow. The winner Thanks, host. of the prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't tell you in free That's like when you're in front of your parents and you ask if your friend can stay tonight. And you're, you know, day gone well, you ain't supposed to do that in front of your parents. You're supposed to wait till you and alone with your parents, but you're going to ask them in front of your yeah. kids just so you can think you get the reaction that you need, except you're going to get that yeah. eye like, no, we actually have to go to church tomorrow on Saturday. It's like, we don't never go to yeah. church. And then she pitches you on the arm. <laughs> that's, that's what you just did. Not to say, you know, I'm a parent or anything like that, but that's the, that's the situation. That's what you, that's, that's what you put on me just now. So go, go ahead, yeah. brother. Go ahead, brother. All right. So this, this is what we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> so whoever gets the prediction correct and the closest to the correct score, um, I will send them a free call. A new car. <laughs> I'll play okay. No, I will send them uh, one of the uh, duo sports and stuff podcasts sweatshirts. Oh, that's nice. If you saw on Instagram, Dane, I still got to send you one, my brother. Yeah, I still ain't got one. Um, Consider yourself special. Get yeah. one for me. So, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a wife go ahead and submit some scores too. So. <laughs> so I, can try get, to get double. I can get one before myself. You know how they used to? I don't know if you ever got one, but I got a freaking academic letterman as well as an yeah, athletic same. letterman, which is hey, weird. Still in the closet. So, <laughs> that academic too. letterman don't didn't get any love. I was like, oh, no good play, grade, don't care about that one. Lead. They had the maroon sleeve, yeah. and it didn't look right. Used to be a shame. Yeah, like, yeah, I ain't wearing that. One. I, it had a little, the little A next to it. Good grade. Had the A makes you feel like a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that you have to have uh, at least some sort of passing standards to even play sports, so you yeah. having the sports letterman yeah. should be a dead giveaway that you have good grades. So at some point, <laughs> passed at least one grade check. Yeah, that's funny. So weird. Yeah, so whoever whoever hears or listens to this podcast, um, you will get a free duo shirt or excuse me, sweatshirt. Um, and then I'll probably post about it a few days after this episode drops. So if you listen first, you might get a chance earlier than others to hear this. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna reward the first giveaway. Somebody. First giveaway from the pod, man. Feels, feels good. Yeah. So get your predictions in. Uh, yeah, you can submit it to Dane at Dane BTX, myself at DX Right Steps, or the Duo Podcast at Duo SNS Podcast. Also on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> I don't really get on Facebook. So, if you send me a message, I probably won't get to that mug in like March. So, <laughs> I apologize. 
Right. Yeah, Dane, hey, Dane be ghost on Facebook. I, 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 ta- I tagged Dane for his birthday post. <laughs> everybody, did. No. everybody said happy birthday on Dane's post or on the post yeah. I made about Dane. He didn't even I say freaking that. hate Facebook. I'll probably, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna go ahead and lie on the airwaves. I'm gonna go ahead and log in there today to go ahead and say thanks to everybody. <laughs> oh, damn well, I'm not. I hate Facebook. A whole week later, I, I hate Facebook. It's actually, it's a week. When was my birthday? Yeah, the whole week ago. Yeah, I hate Facebook, bro. I'm sorry. I just, the chronological order of it, or no, it's out of chronological order. And then the fact that every freaking joke or meme that I see is stolen from Twitter and it's like two weeks old. Oh, yeah. I they're, hate that. They're a day late. I hate And then a week late people try to steal yeah. like memes and, and tweets and pass them off as their own status. It's like, you unoriginal thief. Like, if you're going to plagiarize something, <laughs> at least put a spin on it, you know. Take uh, erase the name off of the person who you copied off of and put your own stuff, but you're gonna take the whole joke, the the typos yeah. and misspellings and all, and post it as your own status. Like, I follow that person, I know who you got that from, and it's not even so much as, yeah, I'm like, come on, man, like, you, you ugly for that. So, that, but whatever, I'll, oh, I'll get back on Facebook just for that. <laughs> I hate, I hate Facebook. Dana returned. You know, the only reason I know I really keep it because, you know, my close family are on there. That's, yeah, that's how that's they know it. I'm alive. That's the only reason. <laughs> that is the only reason. I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. But if there was another medium, like if my family had a group text, if they knew how to group text, I, that Facebook group, yeah. that Facebook account would be gone. But whatever. Did you perchance happen to watch episode four of Wonder Yes, I did. Okay. Um, we we talked about it a little bit. I feel like I'm more excited about this show than you are. Um That's a what, fair what what do you think what is your gripe so far with what you've seen? Only because, let me say this. <clears throat> My issue was the gimmickiness of the show with it being sitcom y. The non casual MCU fan, we knew that this was all a reality that Wanda created. Oh, spoiler alert. We knew that this is a, a reality that Wanda created. So there, there wasn't necessarily anything that we needed from episode four. I felt like episode four was just a filler because that was all it was, was a recap of one through three from the lens of the investigative side of the investigative side of the MCU. We already knew what it was. We've speculated for a very long time. And of course we were right about it. This was just a dimension in which Wanda was controlling everything in the atmosphere. The only thing was we didn't know who the viewer was. The viewer was, of course, we found out that it was the uh, 
Darcy. Darcy. That's her face. Yeah. That's her face. Darcy and them. <laughs> Darcy and them. But what I will say, I'm looking forward to Tiana Paris. More Daddy. of her. More of her. More of her. She's she yeah. stole for me, she stole the beginning of the show. Um when she's a tremendous actor, yeah. by the way. And I she, haven't seen her anything else. I haven't seen her anything else. I mean, I've seen her like, like oh, well, she's from that one movie, but I've never seen the movie. I've only seen the trailers and stuff like that. Yeah. But she 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 came out and she did the thing. Like at first I was confused. I was like, what are we seeing right now? And then I was like, Oh, oh, everybody's coming back from the blip. And I was like, Oh man, this is yeah. really good. And I think I think that's a lot like this particular episode was um because we like you had mentioned we had seen the three sitcoms before and um I think seeing this episode was kind of like kind of got me excited to see okay what is going on outside right. of what she created mm-hmm. um and I and I think that bringing uh, Tiana Paris's character who's Monica Rambo from uh, Captain fault, Marvel she was little Monica Rambo Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum. Um, I think it was a good change of pace as far as um, getting us out of that sitcom world, you know, because like you mentioned, we all know one is creating it, but I think it gave us a lot of background info mm-hmm. as far as, uh, like you mentioned, seeing Darcy there, mm-hmm. like, okay, what is she doing? Um, and then we kind of realized how, how Sword got in there. Yeah. That, like was that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of the questions, like it, it answers some questions. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the MCU is like they feed you, like sometimes they hold your hand when you they're guiding you. Like, for instance, uh in that episode with Darcy and Jimmy yeah, Wu. That wasn't for us. That was for the 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 uncasuals. I don't think that was for yeah. us. Yeah. Well, some of the questions that they had, I had. Like when they and he started writing on the whiteboard oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. about like that part. Um, like some, some of those questions, I feel like that was for the audience. Like, yeah. damn, is, these questions. His vision still alive, you know, yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like that's the question I have. All these different I, that things. question was answered for me though. Is he still alive? I know, I know that. I know that. Yeah, one. yeah that, that ending yeah, I like, oh. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Because I I watched it early and then I watched it again with Karina because I got Karina invested in it and I was waiting for her to jump on that part. (laughs) Hey, shout out, love you, baby. Uh, I got her hooked. (laughs) I got her hooked on that part or on the show Mm -hmm. and that particular part. I was waiting for her to jump and then right when she turned or right when uh, Wanda looked up, she was like, (laughs) 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 um. But I think to go back to what you had mentioned in the beginning, I think Marvel, Kevin Feige, they love to build up hype. You know, this is their first, this wasn't intended to be the first Disney Plus show originally. It was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which would probably have given us more action um, off top because I think that, series is six episodes hour long and what we see with this show is 30 minutes 30 minutes 30 minutes maybe even 29 if you add the credits or whatever um the action is supposed to pick up towards the end and i think us not having content for over a year and then getting this show (laughs) which yeah yeah which not necessarily is about action yet 
Um, but they're giving us bits and pieces. I think towards the end, we'll see that MCU level um, action that we're used to. And I think I say if this if if this show had came out like behind Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it'd be more receptive to the because it's it's starting out so it started out so weird in a way that MCU fans aren't used to. Um, and with the virus, they had to switch up everything and that. But um, overall, I think for me, episode four was probably my favorite because we got to see stuff from our the MCU past as far as in game and how that affected. Yeah, and it was like it was, you know, with the blip thing. This episode showed the more realistic, real dark side of the blue yeah. and if, if far from home they made kind of a joke out of it as the player or people appeared during the band like they kind of made it jokey but with this one like you see like the real life impact of how it affected people uh specifically monica rambo in this episode but man i think i think overall you know disney and marvel they're doing their thing with you know slowly teasing certain stuff, but I, I think it's going to be crazy towards the end, but um, uh, anybody's listening. Oh, okay. go, ahead. Go, ahead, man. go ahead, brother. No, I was just saying, I was just going to tell the listeners and viewers, anybody have their, any thoughts about the show? I know I've been tweeting with um, Reggie a little bit about the show. He, and he's more into the comics than I am. I think you, you're he's more into the comics. I, I can tell from his tweets yeah. that he has a background in uh, comicology that Right. And I, I haven't really, you know, I started, we talked about this on the last episode. I'm more into um, what the MCU has offered right. as far as on the screen. I, I really wasn't into the comics, but um, I've done a little research on certain things to kind of understand it more and kind of like, oh, okay, that's where that comes from. But overall, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy we got some kind of content that we could look forward to each and every week. Oh, I do have another question. Do you remember what you were about to say? Oh, he, and, uh, yeah. Well, I say, uh, um, what was I about to say? I was about to say, shout out to Randall Park, uh, who was Agent Wu. Um, I was glad to see him come <laughs> yeah. back. Did you did you catch the callback to Ant Man with the card trick? And he was like, and he said, "I'm you know, yeah." Agent he, he, that was kind of cool. I mean, small. Uh, it's very small, but for those who remember, you know, him, yeah, him picking up the magic from um, from Ant Man um, during that yeah. first Ant Man movie, and then him bring. What was it the second one? It was the second one. And him, him having a call back to the, the magic. That was pretty dope. But then of course, and then him, that wasn't my first time ever seeing him in Ant-Man or in Ant-Man. It was in the office when he was playing Jim. Um that episode. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty dope. Um but shout out to shout out to him too, is because I, I like his Randall Park. I like his character. He's funny. He's, He's funny. It, it it meshes well. Um my thing is I hope this is how we get an introduction to mutants. Um, mm. And I'm curious, the question, the two questions I have, one, will this be the the effect of the radiation and will that have an effect on the, what is it? The, the M gene is what they call it. I think it was, was the X gene, the X gene, X gene. Not the, M gene. Yeah. the X gene, the X gene. Will that have some sort of cause on it Two anyone that comes into contact with the radiation that came back from the blip, is that how they get contact to the, to the X gene? And then, yeah, that's still a, 
And then three, oh, my, my last my last one was uh, before I forget was the babies. Were they uh, coming to the real world? Go, because we we we've we've heard rumblings that anything that she anything that she manipulates in her world stays. I don't think Vision is coming back. I don't think the Mind Stone is coming back. However, I've seen theories about it possibly happening. I just can't. It just it's just too easy. You know, that's just too easy to back up what you said about whatever in her reality or whatever happens in her reality stays or something similar. Mm-hmm. You said you notice how she blasted Monica Rambeau out the uh, her reality. Yeah, she on. was. The fro. Yeah, she had the fro and the clothes from when she was in the reality. So that's like. Maybe that could possibly happen. Um, and then yeah, I don't know if you noticed when Darcy was talking to that director about the uh, cosmic background radiation, mm-hmm. they mentioned the Big Bang. And I immediately thought, like, this is me not even looking at no theories or anything. I immediately thought about when in Infinity War, you remember when Wong was talking about the creation the of the Infinity Stones. Yeah, and he mentioned how the Big Bang was, you know, when the Big Bang happened, the the Infinity Stones were created. So Mm. when they mentioned the Big Bang in that episode, that reminded me of the Infinity Stones. So it's like, it could have an effect on what's to come. Like, maybe the Infinity Stones are still not, I mean, we know the Infinity Stones are destroyed, but maybe whatever Uh, one is doing in this particular dimension, the Infinity Stones are destroyed. Yeah, correct, correct, mm-hmm. correct, correct. In this reality, yeah. in this in this universe, yeah, the stones are destroyed. The stones are destroyed. So that that mention of the Big Bang again, kind of like like, hmm, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all cooking? <laughs> what y'all cooking? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's so many. Oh, and that's the other question I wanted to ask you, and it's kind of like more of a um, consumption question. Okay. Um, you know, with all the streaming platforms we right. have, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, you know, all the different shows and all that, would you prefer them to drop all the episodes? And we'll, we'll talk about, and, and for WandaVision in particular, would you prefer them to drop all the episodes like or in one drop yeah. or the week by week? basis? The, the selfish side of me wants it, everything at one time, but the pandemic side of me preparing to be in this pandemic for at least another year because I just don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Um, I would prefer it stays in this format that it isn't right now because we have a week to digest it instead of all at one time. Now, Netflix has done that to us. They've spoiled us with giving us the entire season at at a time with with different shows and stuff like that. I, I respect it, but at the same time, that's not healthy for me sitting down, <clears throat> excuse me, sitting down and watching Binging. 10 hours worth of episodes in one setting. We've done that multiple times. And then afterwards, you're, you're just, like, you're just empty, you know, sitting on the bed, holding yeah. the cover, you know, just walk of shame type stuff, you know, but I prefer right. this breakdown because also it gives me the, it gives me the opportunity to peruse through the interwebs and look at everyone else's predictions and what they thought of the episode. And then you you and I can talk about it, you know, digest, like, man, what do you think this means? Breakdown, analysis, all that good stuff. I agree, yep. man. I agree. And then, you know, 
our society as a whole is more like a just give me down kind of thing. But you don't want to, yeah. They don't want to put it in the crock pot, let it slow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just imagine if they like drop everything in one. That app would probably explode, and then you watch it. <laughs> oh, you said the app would probably explode. Yeah, that and like people consume stuff so quick, and then they're on to the next thing. I think what they've done with this show, like, and it gives us something to look forward to every week, as far as what we've been missing, which is Marvel content. Because right, I think right after the finale of WandaVision is Falcon and the Winter Soldier the next week. So yeah, we get something, we get something new every week, except two weeks in this year. One of those yeah. weeks we've already passed yeah. for my mistake. And so, right. We're blessed. Yeah, man. So definitely blessed. And, you know, glad we get some kind of Marvel content uh, each week and it's fun to talk about. And we'll definitely keep, keep talking about it here on the pod. For sure. episode 33 you know we lost some big time celebrities with uh cicely tyson renowned actress icon oh, yeah. i feel like in every like she was working to she has like, a catalog yeah catalog and like she was an active actress like she was still mm-hmm. acting at 96 like that's crazy that's crazy to think about so uh you know, one of the icons, Cicely Tyson, rest in peace. Uh, Larry King, for yeah, sure. Uh, another icon in the media industry. Uh, far too soon. Complications of COVID-19, man. So um, tough, tough, tough for sure. And I know I'm missing a lot of others. Um, it was a one-year anniversary of Kobe. Kobe's tragic death. And, you know, Dane, we, it's a year later. Like it. Still don't feel, it still doesn't feel... Um, real and you know his wife uh, strong strong strongest woman I won't say that I've seen ever but like just to have that mentality you know for for her children and um, to hold yeah man it's tough I can only imagine Um, there are a lot of tributes to uh, Kobe the last few days it's been a year since that tragic incident so we want to say rest in peace to to one of the greatest people. I won't even say athlete or player, but people to ever walk on this earth, man. Any anything you want to say about that? Nah, nah, man. Just um <clears throat> death is uh of course it's a tough thing to think about as well as talk about, but the one thing we can draw from it is the ability to appreciate people that we have here while they're here give them their roses while they're here and just, you know, take that opportunity to just love on one another, man. That's, that's the best thing I can pull from it. 
tragic, very, very, very tragic. But at the same time, we lost an icon, but someone lost their father, someone lost their husband. So they lost much more than we would we could ever imagine um, from that particular death. But shout out to the Bryant family. Shout out to Paul Gasol's family for being, you know, being that that extra shoulder to lean on and everybody else that's close to that family. But make sure you and all the other yeah. families that lost loved ones that day Absolutely. as well, man. Rest in peace. Stay strong. Keep 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 holding on. Keep Got holding to. on, man. But another episode in the books, my yes, guy. Sir. Appreciate you as always. Keeping up and uh, keeping me You're up welcome. to my standards. And... You're welcome. I've been Moana before. <laughs> of course, I, I love Moana. I told Mason we need to watch that again. We haven't watched it in like two months, but that that movie is so yeah. freaking perfect, man. Like, Love yeah. that movie. Those all those songs yeah, on there are they're just great. Goat song. You see the clip of uh <laughs> The Rock showing his daughter the the movie, right? And her not basically yeah. not believing or understanding, like, fool, that's your dad. Like that's him. That's him. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> right. That fool got another show coming right. out too, bro. You seen that? Which one? The Rock. He got a show, like basically a, a biography. Yeah, like, like, this fool yeah. is done. Yeah. Hey, I can't keep nah, up. I can't. I mean, <laughs> I can't keep it. Him, him yeah, and Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart back and grinding. forth. <laughs> grinding. Everybody got a chapter. Everybody's writing a book. And it's up to you if that chapter's <laughs> going to be good or bad. Now, let's have a toast to that book. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> You'll sit your little ass down. Speech didn't make no type of sense. <laughs> we're gonna get out of here you can follow dane and i on our handles on instagram and twitter at dane btx and at dips right steps our pod social media handle at duo sns podcast don't forget if you want a chance to win a duo sports and stuff podcast sweatshirt predict the super bowl closest one to the score you get a shirt and then later on, we'll. Oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna say later on, <laughs> we'll announce some more things that we're gonna do with the merch. Yeah. So what if nobody gets the score right, and somebody gets the score right, but it's the wrong team that won? What then? Uh, no. First, well, first you got to get the team right, and then we'll we'll figure it out from there. How about that? We might have to give away a few shirts <laughs> if it's close. Uh, okay, I got. It. I just want to throw a little, we'll throw a little, you know, uh, monkey wrench in your whole program. Okay. Yeah, you right. You right. You, I troll. Yeah. I troll with your big Anyways, head. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here, man? Nothing much, man. What you doing after this? Aside from you know, politics with the wife. She's awake. Uh, she's still asleep. I'm going to. PUBG. Okay. All right, I might join you on there as well, possibly. Um, All right. But uh, it's been a pleasure, man. It's been fun. Let me know if you need anything on here before I get off. The- well, I'm, I'm leaving my computer up, so no, there's that. All right. Already, oh, brother. Brother, brother. Well, in that case, we'll see y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all on the next episode of the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. We out.